Welcome to Concafe for September 4th, year of our Lord, 2023. So glad you could join us. I pray this bring a blessing to you. And may this Labor Day be a restful one. We thank God for labor. We thank God for the meaning behind this holiday. But for a lot of us, it's just a day off. And I pray you take advantage of that, and that's what you're doing. But we're thankful for the job opportunities most of us have in this country and around the world, and we pray that God's peace and God's joy be with you on this special day. We're going to Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 to 20 in the New International Version of the Bible. And uh, I pray this be a message that blesses you or challenges you or helps you because the title based on what the passage is all about is called sin in the church sin in the church are you ready to get into god's word i am verse 15 if your brother or sister sins go and point out their fault just between the two of you if they listen to you you have won them over but if they will not listen take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound on heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. I sigh. You and I have met some of the nicest people in the world in church. Sigh again. You and I have met some of the meanest slash nastiest slash evil people in the world in church. I've heard some of the nicest, kindness, most sincere things from dear souls in church, words that have blessed me and blessed you, blessed others. And I've also heard Satan speaking to his servants in church. It led me some years ago to say in a church setting and with a degree in sociology <laughs> to say as a district superintendent, Jesus had said where two or three are gathered, there could be trouble. Now, just for clarification, Jesus did not say that but I thought it'd be a humorous twist on the reality of what happens when two or three or four people gather together. As an example, my first year as a district superintendent, Nellie and I went to visit one of the churches in our district. We arrived early. We sat in an almost completely empty sanctuary and awaited the start of the worship service. An older couple came in, sat in front of us, middle-aged couple came in a little bit later and sat next to this older couple in front of us. And the husband of the younger couple said loudly, what's the matter? 
You got here later than usual, and someone took your seats. And so you took ours. No. Nellie squeezed my hand and gave me that look. I smiled and prayed. Later that evening, I called the pastor and shared with him what I had experienced and Nellie had experienced, and I told him. Had I been just a regular off-the-street visitor, I would never return to your church. As a superintendent, I'm not excited about returning back to your church because of that. He asked for a description of the man during doing the gri griping, and he said, oh, yeah. He said, that's the guy who likes to have fist fights in the parking lot. Great. Some have said the first word in this passage that I read from Jesus would read better if the word when was used instead of if. As in when your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. So others agree with me that there will be times when a brother or sister will sin against you. Jesus is, as he always does, takes the high ground when he says to work out a solution that is honoring to God. Think about that. In hopes that it wins over the person back to the place where God would have them. Jesus then offers a further solution. If that first meeting just between the two of you or three of you, or the two of you, then go and get some witnesses to work out a solution. This one involving two or more others as witnesses. And then Jesus said, if that doesn't work, then involve the whole church. And if the sinner does not listen, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Now, I find that very interesting that the very loving one, the Messiah, who supped with sinners and tax collectors, who was a friend to them and more than a friend, would speak such a thing to the church. But here's a hint. Jesus knew that even with all he taught during his ministry, not all it was being followed. Not all of them did welcome sinners and tax collectors, as he knew that his teaching should be received well. But they weren't always, even sadly to this day. Now Jesus' concern is for our relationship with him to stay strong. Hear that. Jesus cares so much about you that he loves you, has shared that teaching with us, but he wants our relationship with him to stay strong. And his concern is for the sinner to stay in the kingdom. That includes us. Yes, people have and will hurt you. And yes, even in the church. But God is saying that even in spite of our hurt, we should make sure that the sinner is not thrown out of the kingdom. The efforts to keep the sinners in the kingdom matter to Christ and should matter to us as well. It is the sinner's own decision. Hear this. It's the sinner's own decision to leave. That the Lord leaves open. Many people say, how can a loving God condemn so many people to hell? Guess what? It's not God who condemns, it's us when we make those choices and choose sin over salvation. But I know that when a sinner 
does leave the church, walks away from the people that he's called, and breaks Jesus' heart. Now, it's incredible that Jesus gives to believers awesome power. He said, bind up what needs to be bound. Loose what should be loosed. And if two believers agree about anything they want or need, that will be done for them by Jesus' Father in heaven. Then the power of the closing verse. But take note that Jesus says that where two or three gather in his name, he will be there with them. And that, dear friends, is power and peace and love among the believers. Make that a part of what defines you. And that also defines your faith and your church. Let's pray. Awesome God of love, you know our needs and limitations. Speak to us in our time of need and despair. Help us to be more like you and to live as you have instructed us. We know it's not easy, but you are loving and forgiving. In Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray, I pray this has brought a blessing to your life, and I pray that uh, it helps you in where you know God would have you be in spite of all that you may be experiencing right now. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your call to action. Show mercy if you have ever been shown mercy. That's another one of Jesus' teachings. Receive my blessings and joy and peace. I'm Pastor Dali Bonavodavi. Hear this. I love you, and I thank God for you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you now and always. Amen.